With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Causeway Street Podcast, your favorite Celtics podcast, the Causeway Street Podcast, at Causeway Street on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. You know? Top five dead or alive, Top man. five dead or alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? He's a Jadakus. Well here, of course, we got Dutra in the house. My name is Joe Sway, and we have plenty to talk about. Jay Crowder is one of the best defenders in the league. I think that's what's going to get the ball rolling for the Celtics in free agency. That is the absolute best he can do in terms of moving his assets. Come on, trade. It's a draft. Come on, let's go. Come on, come on, come on. They're not too far off in terms of being a top-notch Eastern Conference contender. In case you missed it. Danny Ainge say the words, we're not done yet, in the Al Horford press conference, we all knew these speculation reports were going to start popping up. And that's what I'm calling them. They're speculation reports. The Russell Westbrook talk, the Blake Griffin talk, even Jimmy Butler, Jalil Okafor, those two guys' names have reemerged into uh, these rumors that the Celtics are trying to tr- make this big blockbuster splash right before the regular season. So we'll talk about that in the uh, this episode of the College Street Podcast. We also have uh, Jay Crowder. And what he had to say about uh, him and the Celtics' meeting with uh, Kevin Durant and also other things he had to say that really su- took me by surprise. Jay Crowder wilding out. Jay Crowder, he's just mouthing off right now. I don't know how I feel about it, but we'll, <laughs> we'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, first things first, guys, there's a, a top free agent out there, probably the best free agent that's still available out on the market. And I would love to see what you two think about him possibly joining the Celtics. 
Who think, is this, I think, right? you, I think you guys both know who I'm talking about. Nah, here. man. I don't know. There's only one the, name. I didn't read, the, I didn't read the, uh, the, the show notes, man. I don't know. You didn't. You, you missed it yet. Sean missed the, uh, the, the show prep. Yeah. I, who are we talking about today? We're talking about J.R. Smith. Ah. The only name that pops out on, on the free agency list right now. And I'm not too crazy huh. about the guy for a number of reasons, but... I mean, let's let's break it down. Let's break it down what what he could bring to the to the table for the Celtics. All right. First of all, of course, what's the best thing he does? Shoot threes, punch people in the face. That too. Uh, I know Jake Crowder's probably not a big fan of him. Untie people sneakers. He does some of that too. Walk around shirtless. <laughs> yeah, he does. He doesn't Pull like to wear champagne. He doesn't people. like to wear shirts. That's true. He but he could shoot threes though. Let's be I honest. Mean, the Celtics he does did. a lot of things well. He, he does a lot of things well. He does a few things well. I'm talking about like in like partying. He's a, he's a great party. Okay, off the court, he does. You talk about the good things he does off the court. Oh, take pictures of people's booties. <laughs> Loves the booty. He, he slides into people's DMs. Yep. Oh, mm. yeah, definitely does. Because it goes down a DM, right? For J.R. Smith, it does. He's all about the DM talk. I think J.R. Smith also was the one that said he was, what, he was gonna give somebody the pipe. Yeah, that was, that in was the it. DM. That was it. I yeah. think that was in a DM too. Yeah. I don't know what that was means. He, what's but, he going to do? Like, so he'd be a great addition to the Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, bring him here. Was he trying to do like plumbing work? Is that what you yeah, mean by that? I think I think he was. I think he was uh, trying to. Uh, try, I don't even know. Interview for a plumbing company. For a plumbing company. I think, so. I think so. Get a little side job. A little side job, man. No, but seriously, guys. <laughs> we're talking the salary about. Cap oh, ser- went up. oh, seriously, <laughs> seriously, guys. Right, no, seriously. Okay. We're talking about what can he do on the court? Okay, what's the number one thing he can do? He can shoot threes. Yes. But is he a locker room? Would he become a locker room cancer? I mean, that's not what he was for Cleveland, but. You know, before that, that was always the case with J.R. Smith, whether it was with the Knicks or whether it was with the Nuggets. I don't think he was a. I don't. I don't. Maybe think not a cancer, but he was. Uh, no, he wasn't the a, easiest guy to, to get along with. He's a character. I don't think that he ever really had any issues where he was, you know, fighting in, in the locker room or anything like that. Like I, I think it was just he's a nutcase. But if you if you could bring in someone like that on the cheap, yeah, I'm all well, for it. What, but what, what's he going to demand? Let's let's actually talk about that because I think that's the more pressing point. Can this because it's obviously the answer there, to there's the some, answer there's to some the reports out there, but I don't know how true it is. The answer to the question of do the Celtics could the Celtics use a three point shooter? Hell uh, yeah, course, the Celtics can use a three point shooter. Yeah. But to what cost do you want to want to put on that for especially a guy? I mean, let's be honest though. They did bring in Gerald Green, who that's a that's a cheap three point shooter. Gerald Green, I don't know. That's one. That's one of the things he does. You can't say that he's not. You, you were just gonna say he's not a three point shooter. Right? I don't. I don't like. I don't like the Gerald Green signing. But I mean, that's gonna be another topic. Oh, we can get into that. I why, don't like the Gerald why, Green why, signing. What did you not like about it? Why? It's a one year deal. It's no. Like why? Why do you need Gerald Green on this team? It's barely a million dollars. It's barely nothing. Just let him. Why? You don't need to make that signing. Like you're not gonna get anything from Gerald Green this year. He's gonna sit on the bench, maybe play like 25, 30 games. I don't know, like, why is this some type of like nostalgia thing? Like, why is he coming back? Uh, I think it's more of a. It's definitely not a nostalgia thing. It's not like you're trying to bring him back home. I, no, no, I, no, I'm nobody, trying to think. He doesn't fit a need on this team. I mean, wing depth maybe, but he's an insurance policy on on Jalen Jalen Brown. If Jalen Brown's not ready to, I know, I know what you're going to start saying, Sean. Oh well, Jalen Brown's supposed to be. If you need an insurance in policy on your number three pick, then you fuck the pick up. Well. What if he's not the the type of shooter that they want him to be? Which we know Jalen Brown's not, right? You still need shooting coming off your bench. Who's going to shoot off the bench? Marcus Smart can't shoot the ball. No, I mean, I, I Jonas Jerebko could give you some shooting. Hopefully, he's I, I think the signing is all about what we talked about when we're, when we're talking about J.R. Smith, the outside shot. If he can knock down the outside shot, which he's proven throughout his career that he shoots 
uh, from behind the arc, I believe, what, close to 40%. If you can get back to being that Joe Green, no, yeah, then no. I think I think Car- it's a good signing. Yeah, career-wide, I think it's like 38 39%. Right. He didn't shoot like that last year, but, hey, two years ago, I mean, for the Phoenix Suns, th- this guy was the sixth man off the bench for those guys. You know, he was someone that was providing outside shooting as well as consistent, what, I want to say he averaged about 15 points a game for that for that uh, Suns team. So I don't hate the signing. But if we're talking about someone like J.R. Smith, I, I don't see, you know, it's not going to be a big risk yeah, here. It's a, if low, you're signing it's a low risk. It's a low risk, high, a... it's a low risk, high reward type of situation. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. can get him, if you can get him for 13, 14 million, one year, yeah. I don't see anything wrong with that. So just to go back for one second, Gerald Green's a 36% shooter. 36. Okay, I thought it was a little higher. I thought it was 38. I mean, that's okay. that's average. I don't, I didn't I never thought he was a great three-point shooter. Okay. I mean, last year Well, I don't year, think that's what Joel said. I think no, Joel's no, no. calling him like a knockdown no, no, three-point no. shooter. My whole, last year he shot 32%. That's Marcus Smart range right there. Okay, 2 years ago. Okay, though. so other than He shot better. Okay, <laughs> dude. I don't know. I'm just saying that that's Listen though, on 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 the Celtics uh, for the need of the Celtics right now, other than Isaiah Thomas, Olenek, who Avery else Bradley. shot who else shot over 40%? Oh, no. No one, right? On the Celtics, yeah, no, we, we the we have no one that can shoot threes. That's a big deal. Like that's a big deal because like, especially like, everyone shoots threes, but no one does it really consistently. I got you, though, but if you bring in Gerald Green just to do that, I don't see the problem with for like uh, one point five million. I just don't see that he's going to help. I just don't see that he's going to help. But he's taking a roster spot of a younger guy that you could be developing and and bringing up like an R.J. Hunter or. I don't think it's going to play 20, over. A 21 year old James Young, you know, whatever. Like, still? Yeah. Still, James Young, still. He's only 21. I don't know, man. You can't give up on him that quickly. Uh, you knew it was going to be a project. I think that ship sailed. Uh, I, I, I still have a little. I'm not like big, gig, huge into James Young, but I, th- I still think you can't give up on him yet. But I think this signing may be the beginning of the end for James Young, whether that means him being dealt or him being sent up to Maine for. The rest of the season, we'll we'll see what happens. But let me ask you this though: what you haven't really given me a specific answer here though. What about J.R. Smith? Oh, J.R. Smith is okay. he is he worth? Uh, yeah, my bad. Right. Yeah, you went to this Gerald, Gerald Green, Green uh, rant tangent. It's not a rant. I was not ranting. Uh, you you, you kind of just called him like like you just don't want him on the Celtics at all. No, like, I just, made it sound like he was just like like the, the worst signing that Danny Ainge has done in recent history. But that D Brown dunk though, mm. he's a great dunker. Exactly. Worth one point five so million for, for the highlights. But tell me anyway, about JR. So JR Smith, my feeling on JR Smith, if you can get him for one year, you want to overspend for him for a one year deal with a player uh, uh team option in the second year, yeah, I, I yeah, I'd do it. I'd do it in a heartbeat. Because that's a guy that you actually will be feeling a need for, unlike Gerald Green. So it's okay to maybe take some of those minutes away from Rozier, who's probably slotted in right now to get those minutes. Mm-hmm. And have a guy that can come off the bench and, and contribute offensively in a time that, in, in a game where, you know, maybe Bradley's not doesn't have it that night or Thomas is a little off. Now you have J.R. Smith to come off the bench. He's not a he's not going to be your go-to scorer, but anytime it seemed like he was on, he's one of the most valuable players in that game when he's feeling it that night. But is he looking for a one-year deal? I don't think he he wants something long-term, and I think the only team that can really provide that for him at this moment would be the Cavs. Like. LeBron hasn't signed because he's like, yo, there's a couple of things that need to happen in order for me to sign or would help from for him to sign. Like, Could you imagine if LeBron just all of a sudden just says, hey, <laughs> I'm actually going to explore my options here. Just fucks the Cavs over like hard. Because you guys didn't sign J.R. Smith? Well, yep. I told you this was going to happen. Yeah. I told you what was going to happen. Yeah. 
<laughs> but I don't think can can the Cavaliers really afford to give J.R. Smith a long term deal? No, I don't think they can. They're like it. They're like maxed out on the cap right now. Well, doesn't mean they can they can't sign them and then get rid of somebody else. Oh no, I, that's what I mean. They have to move. But move then 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 you sort of see like is J.R. Smith me working all of this around the salary cap and losing this guy or this guy to, to fit J.R. Smith back in. Well, plus, how, how great was J.R. Smith last year in the playoffs? Not that great. He was awful. Exactly. Actually, so are, are you actually, you think the Cavs are willing to make a commitment with this guy? when He was, he he was, he was decent up into the finals. Can we say that? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yes, I guess. Say that. In the he finals, disappeared in the finals. Yeah, in the finals, yeah. he was nowhere to be seen. Yeah, okay. But during the playoffs, I think especially the second round, not that they really needed anybody to go off. I think he shot pretty well. Right. Okay. All right, but I, I just you know, don't, I don't see the Cavs. J. Smith's going to the Warriors, dude. You I don't see the Cavs excited <laughs> to 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 make a commitment to this guy. That's that's what I think. I, if he if he does stick around, it'll be a one year deal. And they're probably looking at the last time LeBron James pulled this and said, "You need to sign Tristan Thompson. He's the key to the." And then you're like, Look "How that worked out?" Now we got to pay this guy max money. Damn. So they're probably well, not isn't, like isn't whatever the king wants he gets. He's yeah, so far. Well, then I think that goes to show you that maybe. He's not too crazy about J.R. Smith, or he's not saying that or going to going to bat for him if well, they haven't signed he him. Is, yet. Though. No, that's part, that's kind of one of but, his demands in quotations, like to bring J.R. Smith back. Yeah, extend extend. Um, what's his name? Lou, as coach, which they did, gave him a five year extension, and bring back J.R. Smith. That's like that's one and two. That's what he wants to get done before he is like, I'll announce or or resign with the Cavs officially. So I don't. I think the, I think J.R. Smith is worth more in the Cavs than anywhere else. To be honest. Well, I think yeah. it, I don't think a, I don't think a fresh start would hurt him. I mean, I don't know. But then again, I'm also you're also a little nervous about those guys, about those guys coming to Boston, like Jason. Um, well, you just brought Jason up, Terry. Well, you just brought up mm. the. Um, that was like the exact same type of player, six man type of guy, shoots threes, came here and was just ice yeah, cold. But he's not like partying like J.R. Smith is. Right. So I don't, I don't think the so, partying is going to be a problem. I mean, it is Boston, you, man. I don't know. Well, Boston's got those crazy late out hours at the bar. Well, <laughs> there's more to do here in Boston than there is in Cleveland. That's what he did say that's why he's more focused in Cleveland. Yes, there was also much less to do in Boston than in New York, though. So you're not going to get crazy New York J.R. Smith, and maybe you don't get really conservative Cleveland J.R. Smith. Shut maybe up. Boston's just right there in the middle. There won't be no. There won't be any steamers. There no Boston steamers. No, well, we don't do that. <laughs> But how motivated is he going to be? You know, because we've seen people like you brought, you brought up Jason ring. Terry, yeah. right? Jason Terry the got ring. the ring, came to Boston, made these promises that he's going to go out. He even got the Celtics logo Tattoo, tatted on his yep. arm as if like it was a done deal. And he was that was probably the worst season of his career, or one of the worst seasons of his career. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a. I would, I would, I would pretty much. That's that's what I would uh, relate this story to is the Jason Terry signing, and what was that 2012? Yes, 2012-13, Yeah, yeah. So, so you say nay on J.R. Smith? No, uh, no. My my thing is that if you want to get somebody for one year, if you want to get him for one year, and you can do it, and you fit it under the cap, and you know who knows, J.R. Smith at a one year contract at the trade deadline, probably a good piece to move at that point. If you do want to move it with an inflated salary, if, so if it's not working out, yeah, yeah, you know. So yeah, I think uh, I think yeah, I wouldn't have a problem signing him. I think I think at this stage of his career, though, I think he's looking for more stability. To you know, whether it's he's Cleveland, not getting along, Cleveland or somewhere else. If, if he if he had a long dear long term deal on the table and that's what he wanted, 
And if someone was actually going to give him a long-term deal, like it would already three been year, done. Like three-year, four-year, you know, that kind of – I'm not talking about like five, six years. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think he's going to get that. I think he's probably going to be a, a one-to-two-year deal. Maybe a two-year with like a third – with a team or a player option. If the Celtics do that, I'll be upset because I, I don't think he's worth investing into. But that's what I think he's looking for, and I don't think the Celtics will be able to provide that, and they shouldn't. No, they shouldn't. Yeah, they shouldn't. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see if he gets stiffed by Cleveland and then he has to come to Boston. I mean, whatever. Uh, then he's got think, some, then he's got some, uh, you know, pent up, uh, frustration with Cleveland when he plays them, you know, goes out, you know, a little chip on his shoulder. I think we'll have to run that, run that by, uh, Jay Crowder. Well, that yes. would go great Speaking with Jay which, Crowder because, you know, with the, according to Jay Crowder, I mean, he's, the Celtics are just focused on Cleveland this season. You know, the, that's the only team that he's worried about is what Jay Crowder said, uh, when he made, Jay an, Crowder. He made an appearance at the, uh, at an event at the um, Basketball Hall of Fame. Springfield. An, an interview segment. And he uh, not only said that, that he's only worried about the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers next season, but he also mentioned that while the Southerners were recruiting Kevin Durant, that he made uh, – they, they, they showed him some game film. Ridiculous. They went through the secrets on how to slow down Klay Thompson and Steph Curry. Told them, you know, what the the game plan was against the Warriors when they when they won. You know, I mean, they almost beat them twice times. last yeah, season, yeah, yeah, yeah. so they probably went through both both games. But uh, they, yeah, Celtics were the only team to beat Cleveland and Golden State away, right? Yeah, in, in their, and that was part readers. of that was part of the selling point. But right. what took me by surprise was the fact that Jay Crowder made that public. Yeah, let everybody know that yeah. look, we have these quote unquote secrets that we gave to Kevin Durant, and now he's a member of the Golden State Warriors. And he calls it a slap in the face. Thoughts? It's your own damn fault. Why'd you tell it to him? No, I, I don't think it was Jay Crowder, the only one no, who I, said, I, you know, I, hey, I'm not hey, saying, hey, Stevens, we got to show him game film, man. That's going to be the deal breaker right no, there. If no, we show no. him how we stopped the Warriors, then he's going to come to Boston no matter what. No, I don't think that, first, that's how I, it happened. When I first read the this story. Ain't on, this ain't on Crowder, but, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I don't obviously I don't think Jay Crowder was, like, in the middle of the meeting where there was just a little silence. He goes, you know what? I'm going to give you the secret so how we beat they had this yeah. planned out. They right. talked about what they were they gonna talk sell. About it, no. When I first when I first read the the story, I'm getting like ramped up. Like, yeah, like he should be pissed. And then I read that, and then he and then he mentions that, oh, we gave him secrets about how to how to guard, you know, Curry, and and, and I'm like, okay, it's one thing that they did do that during their meeting. It's another thing to f- mention it. Yeah, right. Because yeah, I don't. How would you mention that? I think well, that's a great. I think it's the heat of the moment. I think it's a great selling point, but yeah, I agree with that. Why are you telling us? Why? Yeah, we. It's like people as Celtics fans, us as Celtics fans, we didn't need to know know that. Yeah. Well, I'm glad he said it. Now I now I can. I, I don't know. I I feel like that was a dumb thing for the Celtics to do. Tell Kevin Kevin Durant, who is the same weekend you're meeting with him, is meeting with the Golden State Warriors. Man. Why would you tell him this is how we beat them? This is the secret of beating them. Well, I think I think it's easy to say now. That that was dumb during the meeting, but I think at that point, no one—I don't care if you're like the craziest Warrior fan ever—to be like, "Yo, Kevin Durant is definitely gonna pick the Warriors." No one believed that. No, no. one thought that that was that was he, that the Warriors were even in the running. No, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but at the same time, I mean, he could have he could have went out the next day and signed with the you know whoever. I mean, it's sort of like the LeBron thing. No one, no one saw. Yeah, the Miami Heat. You know, gonna going to go out and that he's going to sign with the Heat. Yeah. But well, I, besides Stephen A. Smith, I, mean, I guess. What's but. done is done with the Celtics and them and their and their pitch that happened to include some some secrets. That was I dumb. guess quote unquote. But for it, the public to know now, that's what that's what kind of like has everyone kind of scratching their heads. Like why why would you even mention that? It's bad enough, I guess. Like what Sean says that it, it happened, but 
for you to say, oh, oh, by the way, you know, he still upped it and chose another team or the Warriors after we told him how to beat the Warriors. Sort of like admitting defeat, which is very strange. Yeah, it is. It is. I, I, I love his passion. Yeah, you know, me too. And all. I guess, I guess it's easy when you're one of the, what, the, the, the third best player on the team, I guess, if you want to say. Right? Yeah. Like second or third or whatever. I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. To, to, to be that confident as to like, yeah, I'm not going anywhere. This is how I feel about this team going forward. Mm-hmm. And it's well, great. I, I mean, it they, just I took think, me by surprise. Yeah. Though. I think it's also just him, him trying to tell people we got a chip on our shoulder this year, man. We yeah. feel like, you know, last year, you know, we, it was bad timing for injuries. We get knocked out of the playoffs and everybody in Boston was like, ah, it's, yeah, you know, not, not particularly Celtics fans, but sort of the, Boston media were, you know, as a whole, saying, oh, well, it's uh, one and done for the Celtics the, again. Like, yeah, it's nothing. You know what I mean? Like, not, no improvement. They have a lot to prove coming into the season. And I don't think that they feel like they should be treated um, like a, you know, middling class team. They want to be mm. up there with the Cavs. They want to be up there with the Warriors. I don't think they want to be considered a wild card anymore. Right. Like, no, we, we're one of the top we're contenders here. in the yep. East. Yeah. yeah. So how do you feel about him saying what he said about the, the Raptors? What did he say about the Raptors? He's not worried about the Raptors. He's not worried, He's not about, worried the about the Raptors. Were you not listening, Sean? He's not worried about the Raptors. Don't, I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> they're, focusing, they're focusing on just Cleveland. Just Cleveland. Well, good. Good. That's the thing. Yeah. See, I like that. Yeah. I, I like that. All right. You should have a big chip on your shoulder. Yes. Okay. You just signed one of the top free agents in, in the market. So yep. why not? Why aren't the Celtics being considered one of the top teams in the East? All right. So then there's been two, I don't want to say publications. It's been... Documented by ESPN and Bleacher Report. Those are two major ones. Mm-hmm. Two different publications, yeah. I think you had it right the first time. <laughs> <laughs> two big, big sources. Okay. Yeah. Right. Thank you. I don't want to say big it's sources. two different publications, but it's definitely two different publications. Okay. I, don't think right. I don't look at ESPN as like a publication. I look at them as like a network. <laughs> but, okay. But you're right. My bad. <laughs> tomato, tomato, bro. <laughs> as I was saying, they both had the Celtics finishing second in the Eastern Conference behind Cleveland. Wow, Bleacher Report had them winning in the high 50s next year. Mm. ESPN had them just three more wins, 51 wins, but still second place. Or I think they had them tied with Toronto for second place. What do you guys think about that? I think that's fair. Tie for tie with Toronto as, for second place. As constructed right now, as a team constructed right now, we don't know any moves, yeah. any trades or I mean, signings, yada, yada. I, I think it's pretty uh, lofty expectations. I don't know. To, to me... I think if I think that's a possibility of it happening, but you can't you can't just rule out the the Raptors and the Pacers and the well. That's why I say tie for second, or or even maybe even tie for third. You know, I think the fifty wins, like not just fifty, like five zero, but like in the fifties overall, and that that plateau, that plateau is like perfect right now as the team is constructed. I don't know about second place. I don't know about right behind Cleveland because you don't know how the other team. Yeah, I I think I think they'll definitely be a fifty win team this year. I think that's, that's, that's but high 50s, high 50s, damn, that's. That was, yeah, Bleacher put them high 50s, ESPN was 51. Wow. Only, only three more wins. Yeah. Well, outside from Cleveland and Toronto, what are the teams you have to mention? Uh, Pacers. The Pacers, right. Uh, I think the Pacers are, are sort of that, that team that, that should be considered like the wild card as a, the wild card team as a team that can get, in, get themselves into the top three, top four easily. Well, Paul George is. Paul George. The second best player in the uh, maybe I don't I don't know if I can say that with fully confidence. Second best player in the East is he the second best player in the East? You think after LeBron? Yeah, yeah, arguably yeah, yeah. You can say that. I think he could. Yeah, all right. I mean, who do you put above him? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think of right now. I right. feel like I'm forgetting somebody, but 
He just gets he just gets so overlooked because of where he plays. But now he plays in Indiana I mean, now with the starting five they but put like, together. But, like, but it's like overall player or just like position wise? We just talk about we're overall. talking overall player. No, no, Kyrie, Jimmy. Uh, yeah, you can't have the same two player. You can't have number one and number two on the same team though. So Kyrie's out. Kyrie's <laughs> out automatically. <laughs> automatically, come on. Let's be serious here, Joel. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, who the te- who are the two best players in the West? In the um, West? Steph Curry and Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> you think? Yeah, Steph Curry and Kevin Durant—they play together. <laughs> that's, that, that's my whole point. I would you go. Say you can't pick two players yeah. on the same team. There you go. There's the two best players in the, in the no, world. No, Kawhi Leonard's better than Kevin Durant. No, uh, come on. Before, you guys are before, out listen, of your listen, minds, listen, before bro. He went, before he went to the Warriors, arguably Kevin Durant is the best top two, three player in the league. Easy. Come on, really? Really? Okay. Don't don't try to bump him down because he's he's with the Warriors. No, no, I no, am no. not. Oh, they talking? No, no, no. I'm not talking okay, to you. I'm talking to Durant. I just, I just, I just, I just think when you're talking to Durant, when you when you look at the if you're best, listening to Durant, fuck you. No, best, pl- I don't know, best players in the in the NBA. I would take. So if, Kawhi if Leonard you, is better than Durant. If you had to pick, if you had to draft a team, would you take Kawhi Leonard or Kevin Durant? Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Kawhi Kawhi Leonard is he's gonna eventually be a top. You know, three or four player in the league. I he's think he's already there. there. Nah. Okay. Well, that's a that's I guess a topic for another day. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we'll get into that. Yeah, we we'll should. We should. <laughs> we fucking should. <laughs> but what about what Derrick Rose says that day? You know, New York always has a the super team. team. Hmm? Well, I I think I think it's just consensus that the East is now very top heavy. Where you know it's going to be the same as last year, where it's going to be like three or four teams with even. Records. Yeah, it's gonna piss me off. Yeah, there's a lot of, and when I mean top heavy, I mean like two through. I wouldn't be surprised if two through six were separated by like one to two yeah. and a half games. Yeah. Because you're gonna have, you know, the the Wizards still have John Wall. I mean, John Wall's there. I don't really know if they didn't. Didn't they actually really didn't do shit. They didn't do anything in the off season. So yeah, they may be headed to the lottery next year. John Wall's out the door soon, maybe. I know someone is not at the door in Washington. Bradley Beal. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Bradley Beal got that money. Yeah. So. And Scotty Brooks. Scotty Brooks is an awful coach. <laughs> <laughs> Better than Bobby Davidson. Bobby, no, Bobby Davidson, bro. <laughs> Bobby Davidson's better. Well, let me ask you this: Is Bobby Davidson going to lose his uh, star player this off season? Big just, Russ next I just, year. I just love how we fucking just go from one topic to another just flawlessly. I like yeah. that. Like that. If you're the Thunder, though, waiting to finish that word, are you going to no, uh, trade Westbrook or no? Because yes. Westbrook is now we hit this report saying that oh he's you know he wants to stay and he he wouldn't mind sticking around after this year. But you can't if you're the Oklahoma City Thunder, can you take that risk? No, you, you can't. You, you, need, you need that in writing. I'm not saying that you yeah, have to you go need out. A contract that says you will sign the contract next year. I'm not saying you have to go out and trade him. Right now, I'll give, but, the, I'll give him the extension right now. I think I that know. that's the only way I'm, I'm keeping him. If yes. I'm Oklahoma City, you you extend you we're gonna extend your contract right now. If you can't trust Kevin Durant to Otherwise, come back to OKC, you cannot trust Russell Westbrook exactly. to come back to OKC. You lost Kevin Durant for nothing. At least when when Bron Bron did it a few years ago, it was a signing trade, and you know Cleveland got something. I mean, one of those one of those picks ended up turning to be Kyrie Irving, anyways. But OKC got nothing for Kevin Durant, nothing. Just memories. What do you think is going to happen with, 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 with Westbrook, who's even more of a whatever guy? Well, he has, he more, say like, he has more of a reason to leave than, than yeah, Durant did. But he, today he could be like, right. yeah, no, I, I, I'm OKC for life. And tomorrow he could be like, no, I'm good. Like, that's, that's just the way Westbrook is. You, you can't tell with him. 
I that's if I'm okay to say that, that I'm saying you either extend your contract or we're done. I'm not risking to lose you. In no, you absolutely you can't. You absolutely can't. Like right now, as constructed, OKC, they're still a playoff team. Still an all right team, but in the West, they're like, like they're a seven? seven, eight, nine. Nah, I, six, I would, maybe at the I would put say, it this way. Who's their second best player? Like huh? Who's their second best player? Oladipo. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Not to knock oh. Oladipo, oh, but Adam, if Oladipo Adam, is your Adam. second best player, then uh, I don't know how far you're going to go. That was a hell of an upgrade, though, over, over Waiters, but... You know, you now you lost Durant. So Waiters went to what man? Miami. Miami, yeah. Great signing. Yeah, they're, they're gonna they're gonna be great. Hassan Whiteside and Dion Waiters on the same team. Well, I think the reason. Whoa. I think the Spolstra as your coach. Oh, Spolstra's like when they signed Dion Waiters, he was like, "I should just start moving out of my Miami condo." <laughs> I'm going to get fired this year. Spolstra's going to get fired this year. He's like, we should have kept Gerald, Gerald Green. Why would we sign like, Dion Waiters? Yeah, he's done. Spolstra's done. There was no chance OKC was going to bring him back because they no, have to make I space. Think, they have think, to make space to, to see if Westbrook would, is willing to take an extension. They have to make the space to actually do it. So they had to let Waiters go. I think the first time since LeBron going to Miami, Orlando's going to be the better team in Florida this year. Yeah, I can see that. I don't know. A lot of pauses on this. I don't know. Podcast. Both of those forgot about the Jaguars, bro. <laughs> both of those. Talk about <laughs> both of those teams might be missing the playoffs next oh, the year. If you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, wait, no, actually, no, the Marlins. Yeah, Miami Marlins. They're the playoff team this year. You know what surprised me the most though? Throughout all these, uh, I call them speculation reports between you know Russell Westbrook and Blake Griffin and Jimmy Butler and Jaleel Okafor. The way Celtics Nation has has gotten so attached to. Guys like Jay Crowder. And it's a problem. Marcus Smart. Like, are you telling me you wouldn't you wouldn't trade one of those guys if it means bringing in a Russell Westbrook? Yeah, I would, Blake Griffin. I'm gonna go on record. Jimmy saying, Butler. I would trade Isaiah Thomas for Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I would. You did say that. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. You should. You should trade. Yeah, I would. The the <laughs> fact that people go, we were. You know, last year we would have been a better team if if we didn't have all those injuries in the in the playoffs. Like, yeah, okay, probably, but at the same time, they're like, we you can't give up Jay Crowder or Avery Bradley or anybody because then what would we do without him? You know what I mean? It's like, no, you would get Blake Griffin back, or you would get Russell Westbrook back, which is a superstar. Right. I think I think the Blake Griffin. Um deal however true if it was going down how close yeah which I, I don't believe it but it's just a, the, but, the way people reacted to it it's no, what surprises I, me it was I like think, no we Blake don't Griffin, want him you gotta you gotta keep Avery Bradley no, but no, I think, Marcus Smart too no hell no, no <laughs> what is going on I think I think the Blake like Griffin ridiculous I think the Blake Griffin deal would work better if you were to acquire somebody like Russell Westbrook I don't think Blake is, I don't I don't even creative, think Danny has think, enough enough assets for for that man, no. I, but I'm saying in a, in a hypothetical world, yeah. that we, right. Celtics fans. Like no, no, I see what you're saying because if you ask me, Blake Griffin is well, he's another two, right? Yeah. The Celtics, what they need is a one. Yeah, Blake Griffin could be a one. I think. I think he's no. Deep. I don't think so. Uh, no, not a championship team. Not on championship team. You can't just say, "Here you go, Blake. Do do, do your thing." Blake's like, been Blake's been a number two his entire career. Chris Paul is the one who's running that ship. Chris Paul is the one that takes the big shot at the end of the game. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. But I think I think Blake does have it in him that he could be a number one, the way especially this, in the East. If he, if he has more than just depending on his number two is depends. No, it depends if he has more 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 post moves, just more moves in general. I think he get, I think he'd be fine. I think what the Celtics need is someone's going to say, "Hey, give me the ball. The game's tied. I'm going to close this game out. We need a closer." And I think that's the, the only Marcus Cousins out of all these names that we've heard. Paul Pierce, man, bring him back. Out of all these names that we've heard, 
Russell Westbrook is the only one that strikes me as someone who's going to fit that criteria. What about oh, Marcus Cousins? Oh yeah, but we haven't heard his name yet, which just surprises me too. I mean, with all these names being tossed around, what's it? This is you said it in the last episode. This is the first off season in well, I don't know what the last three four years where we haven't heard of the Marcus Cousins uh, rumor. Well, or, there, or is, well there is the, the only reports we've heard. Kevin Love, you know, the Marcus swap there. Yeah, like that would ever happen, dude. Hey, the, hey, I think that might happen. It won't happen. If DeMarcus Cousins goes, I, I, to it wouldn't. It wouldn't shock me. You think, you think Cleveland's gonna be? You think Cleveland's looking at the Golden State Warriors like, okay, yeah, we, we could take them down again. No, they're looking to improve. That's why they're taking their time no, with I'm, J.R. Smith. I'm saying that the Kings wouldn't do that. If you why why oh, the, the Kings hell, wouldn't do it? Why the hell would you trade DeMarcus Cousins, who's like what four years younger than Kevin Love? Mm-hmm. No, that's about the same age. No, no. DeMarcus Cousins was a no, no, no. not even close, dude. No, trust me. You, you can you can you can look at this. Yeah, up. Why don't, you, they have this information on the internet. Which yeah. You can look it up. Yeah, it's called uh, Google. <laughs> Go ahead. It's crazy. It so, Google? Uh, <laughs> Google or Google? I don't know. All right. <laughs> so the the Kings would literally never trade a guy who's younger, plays the same position, signed for less money. None of it makes sense. What if he demands a trade? If Cousins demands a trade, yeah. then you're gonna you're gonna go directly into rebuilding mode and just start collecting assets. Which I think the only way Cousins is moving is if they accept. Okay, we're gonna take. They don't want to. If if Cousins is leaving, they don't want a a guy who just barely played in the NBA Finals and is supposed to be one of the best players on the court. Okay, update. Kevin Love is 27, mm. and Kevin Love is 27. He's 27. I just looked it up. And DeMarcus Cousins is going to turn 26 next month. So I was right. So you said way off. They're only a year apart. But I was still right. <laughs> technically, he's younger. Te- not by, technically. By he's one, younger. He is younger. But you said by like whoa, way off. Like like two or three years, four years. <laughs> like he was 20. Like you he can't, was 20. Yeah. You can be technically younger. You can't. <laughs> you either, you're you're either are or, or you aren't. That's, but, a, that's ridiculous. But, but my point is. Yeah, you were saying that they that they were years apart. They're okay. only one year apart. All right. All right. All right. I'm still right though. Okay, but so say I don't it. Say it. No, no, no. You can't get into this with Joel because no, I, no. this is Joel's the same person that like I don't I, think, I'll say like, oh yeah, this player is 26. No, he's not 26, dude. He's 25. No. And, like, if you're not spot on correct, he will he will call you out. No, no, but the whole like yo like three or four or five years apart. That's what that's what gets me. And that you're saying that the Kings wouldn't trade somebody younger. So one year is going to make the difference? No, the Kings- I, 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 I totally thought that Kevin Love was 30 years old. Maybe because he plays like an old man. He, if you if you watch the games of Kevin Love and DeMarcus Cousins and you were to say, how old are these players? 40 and 22. That's what I would – they play that okay. kind of game. Okay, so say that. Don't say that you're 100% sure that one is five years or 20 years younger than the other. I was right. Are the Celtics done? Done. Did I trading. finish my Demarcus Cousins point? Yeah, you did. I thought you did. I, you, I think I did. You, you said that the Kings wouldn't do it; they would rather collect assets than take take on a contract like Kevin Love. All right. You're like, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Dude just nodded his head right now, like, yeah. yeah, okay, that sounds correct. All right, I'm good. Is Danny Ainge done for trades? Maybe he's let's just say hypothetically, whatever. Maybe he signs someone like J.R. Smith or so. Or, or I don't think else. you can pull it, pull off a trade. You it, never know but, in August, but you never I don't know. know. Yeah, it's you tough, right? We're sitting on the anniversary from nine years ago when Kevin Garnett ended up on the Celtics. And no one saw it coming. Yeah, 
right? That's true. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it was obviously a great different, day, great day different times. But this is when they announced them today, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Press conferences and everything. Yep. Well, which was awesome, and they extended his contract and everything. Well, I think out of all which these- is which was which I think the thing is that once you get to August, I mean, on like the basketball calendar, you're like two months away from the start of the season. You don't usually usually see any type of blockbusters in August. I mean, that's especially with the Olympics going on. Players are playing in the Olympics. Be weird if you traded for somebody. They're on Team USA, and they're just like, "Oh, okay." So, so I decided to trade for Demarcus Cousins. Cousins. That would be awesome, but it would also be weird that he's but, playing in Rio. But even though he's playing in Rio, and he get, then they trade for him, he gets a Zika virus, and oh goodness, there you go. You done? You didn't think? You done jinxed him? Knock on wood. Hey, I think that's the third episode in a row you mentioned the Zika virus. Well, I mean, it's a, it's an epidemic. There's actually a report that it was. Uh, it was diagnosed in the U.S. It's made, oh. it's made its way over. It's no in, way. I thought no. Of, I thought Florida, of you. Do not tell me that. I thought Florida, of you. Bro. What? Florida, bro. Florida, what? Yeah, Florida, Are you serious? I thought case. of you right away. I was no. like, oh, shit. Dude's going to lose it. Mm, Surprised you haven't heard about it. I did not hear about it, and you just ruined my day, bro. Yeah, check up on your, on your Zika reports, man. It's been a reported case, brother. We're all dead. We're all doomed. They just don't go to Florida. Nope. I mean, it's going to make its way up there. They should. There's a. There's a great. There's a great meme on the internet of Bugs Bunny using a, a saw to cut Florida off and just <laughs> let it go away. That's what needs to happen with Florida right now. Right now. So what do you think? What do you think, Sway? Back to the Celtics. This is the Zika virus. Do you think the Celtics are done? I think they are. I think they are. I mean, out of all these names, out of all these reports, no I more think signings. Jalil Okafor is – Oh, you're talking about signing? I'm talking about trades here. Okay, okay about trades. trades. All right, all right. No, trades, yeah. Out of all these names, I think Jalil Okafor is the one that sticks out as the most likely – candidate to, to be traded to the Celtics, but I, I don't think these two teams can come to an agreement because I think Philadelphia is asking for way more than Danny's willing to give up. Um, you look at someone who's, what, is he, still, is he still 19 or he just turned 20? He's still very young. Uh, he had the off-court off court issues. I think that plays a role into them making a deal. I mean, if we're talking about the Brooklyn pick. That That's off the table, of course. So if we're talking about rotation guys, I think if I'm Philadelphia, I'm, I'm asking for the big names. And I don't think Jalil Ogilvy is worth some of the you know the Celtics' big. It would have been. I it really would, don't. It would have been nice if they drafted Chris Dunn, and then the trade would have been already made by now. Yeah, they lost so much value in not you know picking what? who they who the Sixers wanted or I, other I teams with, wanted. I agree with that. I agree with that because I thought that that so was I, the road they were going to go down. So I tapping out here, huh? No, I agree with that. <laughs> I do, but at the same time, if you're the Celtics, though, you have to be smart. You can't just pick pick Dunn, hoping that that'll bring Philly, you know, to to finally agree to a deal, and then if they don't. You have another point guard in the backcourt, with that's in a very, very overcrowded backcourt. When you really wanted Jalen Brown, okay, that right. was the number one guy they liked. That was the one they liked the most. So, but I mean, if I'm you, not surprised they didn't pick someone without the trade done if before you, the third yes, pick. Yes, the, the trade should have been made, and they should have picked done. But even if they couldn't get the trade done, just pick him and just then, pick him. Yeah, because he's, he's going to be risk, a good though. player, and that's, then you can. I don't that's know. A, that's a risky move. I hear what you're saying, though. I, because you lose all value. A, you lose all value as that third overall pick being a trade chip when you draft somebody that literally no one in the top eight teams really was sold on. You know, other than yourself. Other than yourself. Okay. All so, right. I mean, I'm just saying, like. No, I hear what you're saying. If the Southerners didn't pick Jalen Brown, he would have probably slid down to seven or eight. Yeah, yeah, he okay. probably would have. Yeah. So then instead of you 
getting a guy who was the consent, not consensus, because there really wasn't a consensus number three pick, but they knew Philadelphia all the really reports wanted yeah. Chris. These teams wanted to draft Chris Dunn at this spot. Chris right. Dunn at this spot. And you don't draft Chris Dunn. You draft Jalen Brown. You can't trade that now for right. the same type of I, I just don't think Danny return does, you would have got for Chris Dunn. I just don't think Danny does business that way. I mean, he, I know he, he does doesn't, that, and, and he's smarter than me. So I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and you know say that I'm 100 percent right. But me looking at it, you're I doing Monday night. You're doing Monday night. You're doing Monday Monday morning quarterback. That's, that's, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I guess. All right. So. If that translates to basketball, so then it does. So then let's talk. <laughs> it let's, works. We just did it. Let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about Ainge signing Demetrius Jackson. To a four-year, I love five that five million point five point five million dollar deal. I like it. He'll, is that but is that an insurance policy in case they don't they can't yeah. find another ball handler? Yeah, if they don't, or something happens in a, in a trade where they they lose one of their ball handlers, you have yeah that you that, have probably one of the better point guards in the D League right that, there yeah. <laughs> on, on your side. No, probably probably the best point guard in the D League, man. Demetrius Jackson's legit. He yeah. should have been a first rounder. I was really surprised he said the second round. Yeah. I couldn't believe and you not and I even both a, had him. Yes. in our in the first round in our, in our mock draft. I think I had him going in the top twenty. So is he a steal? Yes, he's an yeah, absolute steal. Definitely. And you lock him up for a couple of years at cheap, cheap, cheap money. I thought and he was then, the third and best now, point guard in the draft. And then now you Honestly. look at it and you say, okay, if we do have to move on from Rozier or Marcus Smart or Avery Bradley or Isaiah Thomas or any of these guards that are in our backcourt, you have a guy that you've drafted and you can develop and plug in there if you need for a little depth, you know? Right. So, so do you think going back, you know, a year ago, same sort of deal with Jordan Mickey? Yeah. You think Jordan Mickey now gets some playing time in the rotation? Uh, it actually, it's a good thing you brought that up. It's hard to say though, but but it's, it's just good, too many guys. But yeah, no, no, that's a good point to bring up. Though. Because I think that if they're gonna keep signing their second round draft picks to this type of money, because they think they've hit on somebody, you need to find a spot for them to play. Mm-hmm. You can't just sign Jordan Mickey to the biggest contract of all time for a second rounder. Well, at that time, yeah, at that time, yeah. and then. Sorry, we got no place for you to play. Play in the D League, like it. It just seems like a a, a long term type of view on things. But then, really, at the end of the day, you're not even giving them a chance to develop, and you can't keep signing these guys. So, I feel like they're doing it as an insurance policy to make sure they have young depth. But at the same time, when you're looking at your D League roster of Terry Rozier, James Young. Demetrius Jackson, RJ Hunter, RJ Hunter, and Jordan Mickey. I mean, those are all of your picks that you've made in the past couple of years, and they can't get onto the roster. I don't know. It's kind of like drafting stash, but not overseas. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, but I mean, that doesn't usually work in the D League, bro. Okay, unless, unless they're, unless they're a part of a a deal right. down the line. This is the that's the deal or that Danny's move. trying to do yes, right now. You know, I know. he just can't get another partner to we'll dance see. with him. We'll see what happens though. All right, Joel, what do we miss before we get up out of here? In case you missed it, our, uh, good, what? our good buddy Draymond Green back in the news again. Uh-oh. Is he in trouble, you you ask? What did Draymond do? Is, is it with the law or kicking opposing players in the nuts again? Did he punch no, somebody in the face? No, did he punch no, somebody else? No, not this time, guys. What happened? Not this time. His, his, uh, his darantaran. Got broadcasted on his Snapchat apparently. Oh, his dick, his <laughs> darantaran. Yes, that's what I said. His darantaran. 
Okay. And he, and he claims. He On claims, a Snapchat. Da, 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 da. I've never heard anyone. His, da, 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 da. You know, you never even heard of that? I've never heard that before, man. I've heard it. I've heard it before. You've heard it? I knew exactly what he was and talking I, about when he said that, yeah. I sort of I've sort of understood from, like, reading in between the lines, but I've never heard that before. <laughs> he came out and was like, da-da, da-da, on Snapchat. Did he do <laughs> that? Did he literally do that, though? It was on a story. But no, he said, Snapchat. like, da-da, da-da. Like, no, 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 like, no. Oh, okay. No. Well, no, not what I heard. So Joel, he put it on Joel. his story. So apparently, no, wait, wait. So he didn't. He didn't send it to somebody. He didn't send it to somebody. It ended up in the story. Wow. So what? So did you see this? At least he thought he sent it. To did someone. you see this? Da-da-da-da? I did not see the da-da-da-da in question. Okay. No, I didn't either, Sean. Don't look at me. I mean, I'm no. just. Sean, <laughs> just look happened at me. to be flowing around Twitter. Mm. How his da-da-da-da was all over Snapchats. Wow. Mm. Everyone who follows him on Snapchat apparently got to see that da-da-da-da. I don't follow him on Snapchat. Do you follow him on Snapchat? I do not. Swayze? Post it. No, I don't. I, no. I don't follow. I don't even know how to follow anyone famous on Snapchat. I don't. I follow. Up. I follow uh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's pretty funny. I follow, that, that's I, follow, it. I follow Puff Daddy. He's got great Snapchat. Oh yeah, I follow him too. That's yeah, true. I follow him. That's it. I follow Causeway Street on Snapchat. And you should too. Hey, at Causeway Street. We. I will not post my. <laughs> <laughs> you will, you will not see. You will not see any of us on our on the Causeway Street story. Zero tarantarans on Causeway Street. So please follow us. So what does the NBA do about this? Is he going so to be? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah. on Twitter, he said earlier today on Twitter that he claimed that he was hacked. I don't know who the hell's hacking into Snapchat. Oh days. no, that's what that's that's the, uh, by the that's way, a the, new thing for Twitter and professional athletes. By the way, the, NBA, the NBA can't do anything about this. What are you talking about? I'm asking. No, no, you, I'm you saying, can't. Right? No, no, my, that's my question. Like, no, they can't. The reason why I'm bringing this up: Does the NBA step in and say something? For that? No. You never know. I'm just saying. Well, they can't find him or anything for that. I mean, can't they? No, no, I don't think so. How come? I mean, I don't. I, I, I'm not. I'm not sure if they can or not. I just want to know. Why, I, why I would. I would just not? think that. I would just think that. Like, I don't know. If, I think. I think. I think overall, because of the stuff that that's been happening to him in the last couple months, yeah. the NBA might be like, "Dude, what's your deal?" Like, you know, right. you're, you're getting into fights, you know, with football players. And Isn't he like in that. Rio right now? Anyways, they're still they're they're not there. They're, no, they're doing games here in like Vegas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right. But how do you mess that up? And for those who don't have Snapchat, I know, I know just, how people. I, no, 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 let's just explain though. If you don't, for people who don't have Snapchat, <laughs> yeah, okay, I mean, yeah. Explain. So with Snapchat, right? You, you take a picture, you send it to people, or a video. You can picture or video. What you doing over there, Joel? You can send oh, it to people. Just my Delanta. I'm sorry. You can send it to people individually, or you can post it on what we call your story. Your story is like. Are we really um, where, doing where, a Snapchat where, tutorial where people, where right now? Where people can see you. Yeah. Where everyone, all of your friends that follow you, they can watch your story for 24 hours. It's posted. So, guys, guys, no one's no. If you just let me explain, just let me. Sean, I, I have friends who don't have Snapchat. They don't have. They don't want anything to do with it. They want to know. How, they want to know how his Donato ended up on Snapchat. But go ahead. So the fact that you can hit story or you can hit people individually, like how how do you mess that up? Like how do you hit story instead of hitting someone like, to whoever it was he was trying to send it to? Like I, I don't understand how you how you can screw that up. It's so easy, especially on Snapchat, because it's completely separated from your individual friends who you send pics to or videos. Must have been drunk, drunk Draymond. Yeah, if you apparently drunk Draymond does some crazy things. Yeah, like punch people, posting dick pics. Jeez, and posting that, posting the Donatadon pics, and kicking people in Donatadons apparently too. Hey, he love Donatadon. What else you got? Uh, in case you missed it, well, we kind of talked about it earlier um, about the Blake Griffin. Trade or proposed trade or whatever. Doc Rivers was on uh, the vertical talking about how they're, according to him, I'm paraphrasing, there never was a deal in place to send Blake Griffin anywhere. Not even to the Celtics. Mm-hmm. I'm shocked. Yada, yada, yada. 
We all know Doc, the GM, is he's done great things, right? Oh, yeah. Wink, wink. But he did say that if it was up to him, if he had you know a say in it, that Paul Pierce would retire a Celtic. So, if Blake Griffin, if there was a Blake Griffin trade, would Paul Pierce be included in that deal if Blake Griffin were to come to the Celtics? Yep. It would have to be. That would have to be, right? That would have to be, like, no doubt about it. I like, mean, I think it would because we'd be giving them so many, like, pieces back. You'd probably get Jalen Brown back in that type of deal. You'd get a couple of our younger guys. Just, yeah, they would want to move on from Paul Pierce at that point if they do trade Blake. So, yeah, that would be awesome. Especially because the rumor trade was for Rudy Gay, right? The three-team deal, that was the rumor trade. Not that that was maybe that's oh, yeah. true or not, but if I had to guess, they're trying to get a wing player if, they, if they're trading Blake Griffin or someone else in the front court. So and didn't didn't he come out and say something about how he would trade Paul Pierce to the Celtics if if he wanted to retire, he would make the trade to, to send him yeah, to the he Celtics. Would, he, he, just, well, no, he, he pretty the, much said that he would make that happen if that's what Paul wanted. Yeah. If Paul, if, well, no, yeah. I think he's just talking about one of those like like what Nomar did with the Red Sox, yeah, yeah. Like those ten days. They would, oh, no, they would, they would, they would, they would release him. Yeah, they would release him. Right. Yeah. Just so he could sign with the Celtics, yeah, which is pretty cool. I wouldn't like that. Just trade him. No, you don't want to give up anything for him. No, I'm saying like let him sign so we actually see him play in the Celtics uniform. No, 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 but I'm saying maybe the only way they give up on him though is if he if he says he wants to retire. So it be yeah, no, but like in the middle of the season, say like. They're not using them like they pretty much did last season. Um, until Blake went down, nothing you saw a lot of Paul playing in these Clipper games. Oh, but I see Griffin, what you're saying. You're talking about like, back, like what, it's like what, if, you're, if you're not if you're not going to use them, yeah. wave them. Like the like the David Lee thing. Or something. Yeah, exactly. Releases yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then like something just pick them up. Yeah, you know, barring anybody else going, nope, we're going to block that and we'll sign them instead. You know. I would love to see that happen. That would be me great. too. To see Paul Pierce in the locker room with these guys, yeah. with these young guys. I don't want to see that one day shit like you're talking. Right. About. I yeah. want to see him back in that uniform, play, like shooting, play, like shooting threes, contributing. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. about. That'd be a great role. Yeah, 11, 12, role. 13 minutes a game. Why not come in there, shoot a couple threes, defend a bit? I hope that happens because he's just been sitting on that bench ever since he put on a Clippers uniform. Yeah, right. What's going on? Huh? You don't remember the best commercial? The best Suns commercial of all time? It's coming, guys. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> I'm mad confused right now. Give it a sec. Give it a sec. I thought this was my, probably my best opportunity to win the rings. Yeah. Nine years ago, guys, nine years ago, on July 31st, 2007, the Celtics' best acquisition trading-wise by acquiring Kevin Garnett. Yep. And the rest, as they say, is history. Yeah. Wow. Nine years ago. Sorry. We're getting old. Yeah. Yeah. Nine years. Oh, 2007 was nine years ago. Holy crap. Putting that into perspective, though, right? Yep. How a lot of people were against that trade because you got rid of the young guys, right? Kind, were, of, what, kind no. of what we're talking about now, right? They were idiots then, okay. right? Was it worth it, though? Oh, was it worth it all? You people out there who say don't trade Marcus Smart for Russell Westbrook or don't trade these picks for Russell Westbrook, it's always worth it when you get the stud. Yeah. If you're getting, if you're acquiring, look at Kevin Garnett. If you're acquiring someone that's going to be the best player on your team, then you win the trade. You win the trade. If win you don't, the trade. If you don't give up, if you if you get the best player in, in the, the trade, trade, you win the trade. Right, That's so what me, you want to do. All right, so let me rephrase the question. Yeah. Looking back on it now. Yep. Okay? 
in the five, six years that he, that, that Kevin Garnett was a Celtic, only one championship, was it worth it? Yes. The, just the one 100%. championship. 100%. All right, cool. Because they wouldn't have won any championships if they didn't make that trade. But think about it, though. I, I, I'm just saying, for the naysayers, right? Looking back on the last 30-plus years, the Celtics only have one title to show for. Well, I mean, because of that trade, though, right? Yeah. If they if they didn't, we've been looking sitting here thirty years from nineteen eighty six championship, saying, "All right, when's this gonna happen? When are we gonna win it again? Yeah. Because we still wouldn't have won it if they didn't and make that Danny trade." Danny would have been fired. Yes, yeah. So I mean, I, I I look at it and say, not only was that one of the best days in Boston sports history, Boston <laughs> Celtics history. I mean, it's it really should should go to show that. This is the type. That's the type of move that we want to try to make. And I mean, at at that time, remember when everyone said, "Well, you know what, Al, Al Jefferson, uh, he's a big." And, and everyone had that in the back of their mind, like, oh, we've been loving Big Al for the past couple of, couple of seasons." But then, or uh, Ryan Gomes going to be a, a stud. You yeah, know? you have to, to you have to up. realize you have to realize. That was the only dude that wish wasn't part of that trade. By the, the Celtics way. That sucked. <laughs> right. Yeah, but how good? The Celtics how, how, how sucked. How was his NBA career? Though? I know. I know. How good was I'm it? just saying at the time. <laughs> At that time, the Celtics were awful. No, I know. I get, so if you I, have I, this team isn't awful, Sean. I, I know. Understand. I understand There's a big that. difference. I understand that. But I hear but, what you're saying. But this time around, like nine years later, you're looking at a player like Russell Westbrook. He's a game changer. Mm-hmm. Maybe Danny right. is just holding off and trying to find the perfect deal to acquire somebody like Russell Westbrook. I think, And all these other guys you're talking about, the Jim Butlers and the Blake Griffin, no. Russell Westbrook That's is the, the game guy, changer. Right? Well, I That's think, the one who should, well, should go after. Oklahoma City, they're not. They're not answering the phone. You know what I mean? Yeah, I so, got you. I got you. But I hear what you're saying. Danny Ainge is getting his, his deal ready right. for when that time comes. He'll be the first one to call. Yeah. He'll be the first Cause one. Because it's coming. Yeah. The time is coming. If you can't get him to sign to an extension, which I don't see that happening, yep. he's you have to trade him. You have to rebuild, shut it down, and I'm calling the Celtics because I, I want that Brooklyn pick. Well, and on and, that note. And a handful of players, of course. And on that note, you know, that's uh, all for in case you missed it. Shout out to our, the homies. Out, out west. Out west, the open field. The open field, still doing the thing. You got some pieces on the political race that's going on. We won't get into that. I don't want to talk. Day. Come on, no. Maybe another day, no, but not don't right even, now. Don't even fuck Trump. No, did but, I just no, but, say that? No, but I'm just saying. Fuck Trump. <laughs> but other, did I say that? On, but listen, you, you did. You did. You did. But other than political stuff, fuck Trump. they're talking about like stuff that's going on in the country, social issues mm-hmm. that you should check out on, on, their, on, their, uh, on their Twitter page. And of course, they 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 always have something sports related on course, there too. Yeah, they're all over the place, and that's that's good. They they pop. It's like pop culture and sports. sports. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Great. Uh, also, um, big announcement. Proud to to be uh, saying this right now that the Causeway Street Podcast is now under the CLNS Radio umbrella. You can also uh, listen to us by downloading their their app, this, uh, the CLS and Radio app, so you can hear our podcast. And all things sports related, should you download the CLNS? Hell yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Please, yeah, definitely big do that. Out, big shout out to Nick uh, Gelsol, right? That's what correct. Yeah, big yeah, shout out to him. Big shout out to Nick, man. Um, guys, big supporter of Cosby. Download that app. Uh, if you're a Boston sports fan in general, they they, they, they got everybody. you covered. Bruins, they got you covered from Red all Sox, four many airtang, 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 and a lot more. It's not just basketball over there. So guys, please, please download the app. Check them and out. Check out listen all the to our podcast on there on that on that app. And you can that's do that. it. You can, you also can also do that. you can also follow us on SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. No, free Snapchat. <laughs> like us on Facebook. You can also subscribe and download our podcast on iTunes. So, yes, sir. 
Causeway Street doing big things. Causeway it's Street. It's kind of slow right now. We got yeah. the Olympics coming up, but we got plenty of content. We're going to start talking about. We took our vacation already. We took we took what two weeks off between the last yeah, podcast. Yeah, a couple weeks off. A couple weeks off. Yeah. So we're we're done with vacation now. I think we're back at it. Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting this month, right before training camp begins. You know what? Patriots all the speculations. No, it was, you know Celtics. I mean, that's like it. That's like in <laughs> that, September. That's in September, September yeah. man. We're hey, a month away. Hey, holy well, crap! Four, four weeks it's already August. <laughs> four weeks. It's gonna go by fast, man. <laughs> holy! What happened to the summer, man? <laughs> It's still going. Don't say that. All right. Done. All right. All right. Don't say I'm that. I'm with you. All right. Good. All right, guys. That's going to do it for this episode. We're up out of here. We appreciate the follow, of course, and we appreciate all the listens, man. Uh, we, we, we got you covered here. Of course, not just Celtics, but we'll also talk some uh, NBA next episode, uh, especially about that. Who's the second? Who's the top two best players in the Western Conference? Yeah, so we're going to have to really look at that. really surprised you with that one, Sean. Right. So we'll have to get into that next episode because hmm. if you ask me, I think the two best players in the Western Conference, they play on the same team now. So. But that's my opinion. Kawhi Leonard and Marcus Aldridge? Not even close. Da da da. Now, dude, just gonna use that all the time, every day. Hell yeah. Every day. All right. Every day. Every day. Later. We got out of here. Peace. Peace.